0: on the west coast um marshall will have that in his news the very latest in about a half an hour and uh, that's you know we all know what that is it's an ongoing problem it's got to get figured out or not i guess
1: a lot of good stuff to squeeze in if we can fake videos are getting easier to produce and governments oh. are in on the game oh man oh yeah Jeez.
0: I, I i was talking to my doctor the other day my my cancer doctor
1: Doctor, Doctor, give me the news.
0: Who's retiring, unfortunately, because they've gone out of their way to um, uh, make the business miserable enough that people who enjoy the profession no longer are getting the enjoyable part out of it, just the paperwork pain in the ass part out of it, Right, and so you just retire earlier than you otherwise would. That could. view is near universal among mm-hmm. medical pros. That is
1: so not good. I know. Bureaucracy, For embrace society. it, grow it. It'll give you a utopia.
0: Um, but uh, But what was I talking to him about? to my cancer dog <Mei> I was just talking to him about this the other day. Damned if you fake do, videos. Oh no, I said, um, I'm not sure the democracy can survive the Internet.
1: Mm. I really don't know that it can. That is not a kooky view. That is a serious concern by, uh, on you know, the part of a lot of serious thinkers, including yeah. yourself, philosopher Jack Armstrong. Um, this fits into
0: it a little bit. The Tucker Carlson story, I think, is so damned interesting. Fox News host who had an Antifa type group show up at his house, block off both ends of the street, then come to his house, pounding on the door saying, we know where you sleep at night. Yeah. He wasn't home. Breaking the front door, terrorizing his wife. His wife was scared to death. God his kids weren't home. Oh my. Yeah. Well, she'll never sleep the same way again in that Ah, home anyway. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's a rough story. Um, and uh, I'm happy to see that the Washington uh, DC police are at least saying they're going to investigate it as a hate crime because it's specifically about race and that sort of thing and ideology. Um, but where's this going to lead us? And I I, I was happy to see, see Stephen Colbert and various CNN hosts and whoever people that don't like Tucker Carlson say, look, this is not cool. We can't do this. Right. This is reprehensible.
1: Not only can we not do that, nobody should be happy it happened.
0: Got this text. Jordan Peterson, who, if you're into the dark, what do they call that? The dark?
1: The the intellectual dark web, they call it. It's a little overly dramatic. It's non-mainstream exchange of thought.
0: Smart people talking long form and usually not screaming at each other. And often disagreeing. Yeah. Jordan Peterson's one of the stars of that area, and he's eloquently covered this topic, says our texter. He makes it very clear to the people on the left that they are treading on enormously thin ice because once they provoked similar responses from white right-wing radicals, well, those radicals typically have guns and use them, and history has shown that right-wing radicals overwhelm left-wing radicals in every case. So they take these kind of actions at their own peril. Additionally, lefty radicals must rely on conglomerations of different racial and sexual preference groups banding together while hatred against white men solidifies the most angry and hostile white men to band together in one violent mob and there's lots of them and they have resources of weapons and know how to use them. History shows that the left can instigate their own demise
1: with this sort of behavior. I hate to even invoke that argument. So do I because it skips over like half a dozen 100% persuasive and solid moral ethical arguments um, that, that if we get to the point where that becomes the controlling factor, we're effed anyway. Oh,
0: well, you absolutely are. I don't right. want this to happen on any level. I don't right. want to take any, even one of those 12 steps toward it happening. Right. But it's worth recognizing that if you don't stop
1: this first step, yeah. there will be a reaction. Let me And state, it could be really violent. Yeah, let me state as a conservative leaning, although I'm a freak, like most people are. I got a, all sorts of views. Uh, a, a white male... I find that eventuality horrifying. Oh, my God. Ho- terrible. Oh, it would be one of the worst Nightmarish, chapters of our nation's history. Scary. Right, right. But what he says is true. I mean, if you study history, it's unquestionably true. No, the, 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 the message is
0: don't think that you can uh, jump on people's cars driving down the street in Portland and just do this all over the country and keep doing this sort of thing without there being a reaction at some point
1: caving in people's heads with bike locks in berkeley beating them down in san jose there are you know 20 examples and mayors and police chiefs ought to keep
0: that in mind also yeah don't think you can let one side do this and that the other side isn't going to show up with their guns and bats at some point right the and, argument. Then, and then the stopping it is going to be really hard
1: The argument has got to be, you don't do that because we're a good, decent people who listen to each other, and our convictions have enough courage behind them that we can have them challenged, and we're delighted to argue about them in the light of day so people can hear our ideas. That's the argument. If we get down to the historical precedent, and Jordan Peterson's absolutely right about that, as I said before, well, we're effed anyway. So, what a cheery note that is. Transition music, Michael. I insist on it. This is my favorite one. It's got the hoo-hoo in there. There it comes, everyone. Sing along. <laughs> and I'm going to spend the weekend amongst the trees and the squirrels and the deer cavorting. And uh, if you've ever seen this video, it's hilarious. A very rural-themed couple German fellows. My wearing the leader lederhousian and the funny uh, green hats. My
0: son's going fishing for the first time in his life today, it looks like. Yes! So uh, line he, that up with a, an expert fisherman. Yes. He would need to catch two fish on this weekend to catch more fish than I have caught in my entire life. That he, sounds like a challenge. There is there is the problem of it. One of the reasons he's so into fishing is he got into this uh, TV show, Chasing Monsters. Is that what it's called? Anyway, it's about oh, this yeah. guy who goes around the world chasing uh, fishing for the biggest and most dangerous fish that are out there and regularly talks to people who've had their hands bit off and stuff oh, like that. Oh,
1: my God. Huh? Does your boy know about catfish noodling? Or oh, are yeah. going to get oh, him yeah. some catfish.
0: Noodling factors into that reality show a, a lot. He's watched both seasons now. Him and his friends have gone through the whole thing. It is graphic, though, sometimes. To make the show more exciting when he's going after the, the, you know some sort of barracuda or something like that, um, they have to they have to show some guy who got his hand chomped off by a barracuda. Sure. And then they show the hospital pictures and talk oh. to the doctor what it was like er. trying to sew it back on. Wow. And then you cut back to the guy, you know... On his boat, trying to catch a barracuda. Wow. It's very exciting. But anyway, those reality shows, as as we all know, are edited in such a way that it seems like there's a lot of action. Sure. And uh, my my memories of fishing many times throughout my life is there's often not a lot of action with with fishing, which is part of what people who fish love about fishing. Yes, please. That's like 90% of the whole fishing thing is just the kind of the zen meditation of the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, it's easy. I mean, spread out
1: over hours. I go fishing with Craig, the Obamacare lawyer a lot, and it is hours of conversation punctuated by sometimes catching fish. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure uh, an eight, nine year old is going to have the same although, experience, but y- y- there's the beauty, the water. The...
0: Sure. Yeah, young men, boys, including myself, have fished with a little success and still enjoyed it for centuries. For thousands of sure. years. So, yeah. You know, of course, they didn't have smartphones. Yes, Michael.
2: My dad took me to a trout farm when I was young where they just stocked the thing full of trout and you just put your, you know. You're stick in the water, and then you just pull the fish right out.
1: And I was he, thinking
0: more of a deal where you got a guy down there, cigarette hanging out of his mouth with fish. You throw your right, head, and he, he puts a
1: fish on your hook. And <laughs> you right he's, he's behind, like, some <laughs> fake toolies or something. Right.
2: <laughs> well, he did that after we went fishing together, and I enjoyed it, but there was no action. And mm-hmm. so he said, well, here, if you really need to catch fish, and we just drove around the corner to this hey, Michael, farm.
1: you ever throw a stick of dynamite in a lake? You get plenty of fish that way. Wow. <laughs> That's old-timey. Coming up, uh, fake videos and how easy they are to get made. This is um, follow-up to, oh, we don't really have time for this. Uh, Yesterday, we were discussing the report that came out on Election Day in the state of California. On Election Day, the California's Medicaid program made at least $4 billion in questionable payments to health insurers and medical providers over a four-year period. It's at least $4 billion. Well, we received some absolutely horrifarious tales of dealing with the California medical bureaucracy. Horrifarious is an Armstrong and Getty original term, meaning it is simultaneously horrifying and hilarious. So, my favorite tale coming up in a moment or two. Some of the big races in the country that went the direction
0: of the R's may be going the direction of the D's now Uh as they continue to count. The Senate gains for Republicans might not be what they thought on election night.
1: Or what the president thought. How much counting is too much counting? We're tired of counting. Well, I say we stop counting. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation.
0: And is making headlines this week for electing a mayor who is just 18 years old. Yeah, in a three-way race, Ben Simons won with 41% of the vote. Are you impressed now, Lisa? Hope you in- yeah, I hope you enjoy prom with that guy who definitely isn't the mayor. Maybe it's because I'm from small towns. The whole small town mayor stories are never as amusing to me. I've lived in small towns where people argue over who has to be mayor. Right. <clears throat> And it pays like a dollar, and nobody wants to do it.
1: The so town you, charter says we have to have a mayor. All right, I'll do it again.
0: So you have a cat or an 18 year old or a whatever. Right. <laughs> and they just sign the forms once a year. To, Which kind of gets back to our other conversation about the split in attitudes about government between rural and big cities because you don't want to make, you don't even want, you don't even want to know there is a city
1: council or, or, or ever bump up against them. Right. Right. You know, it's funny, we are probably not heading for this sort of moment, but I wish we would. Some sort of uh, men are from Venus, women are from Mars realization that, oh, you have somewhat different needs than me. It's not because you're a Nazi, and it's not because you're a communist. It's that you have different needs from the government. Can you imagine if we ever got to that point?
0: I don't have any traffic or homeless people, so I don't have any need for these things
1: and I improvise every single day to feed my family I can't fill out a form every time I change what I do we will starve you would think people could calmly approach each other and reach an understanding but apparently it's impossible so I give up now uh, the uh, California's Medicaid program made at least $4 billion in questionable payments to health insurers and medical providers over a four-year period. It's probably more than that. Uh, almost half a million people who are ineligible for public benefits got them. Uh, it's fairly typical. And we got this tale that is uh, horrifying. I'm going to leave the name out. This fellow's uh, circumstances are probably somewhat different from yours, but imagine if you've got two, three kids, you're working all the time, you're busy, and you're not particularly adept at paperwork and legalities. Uh, This fella uh, says, I started my own law practice. Uh, I was on Cobra after leaving a job at a big company. When my Cobra ended at the end of May this year, I went to shop for my own insurance. I started with the Covered California site because I understood that's where you started to shop for your own policy. In the application process, I entered into the computer my income level, knowing that I wouldn't qualify for any breaks. You have to enter your Social Security and other data, of course. On Covered California, I found the plan I wanted, a Blue Shield PPO for about 1150 bucks a month. It's not, is that for just him? I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. When I went to sign up for this, Covered California said they couldn't verify my citizenship, and I needed to send proof of citizenship. I've never been anything other than a U.S. citizen, so I sent a scan of my passport, which they said would work. It did not. I got an email message back telling me all those other hoops I had to jump through because they couldn't verify my citizenship with my passport, which was newly issued about two years ago.
0: God, of all the things I've never had to do, it's verify my
1: citizenship with anything I've ever done. Sneak across the border and apply for a refugee status. That's my advice. My Cobra was ending in days. I didn't want to lapse, although I think you're actually allowed to lapse in 90 days, but I did not know that at the time. So rather than jump through all those hoops, I just stopped communicating with them. I went straight to Blue Shield, and lo and behold, I could buy their PPO there at the same price. I never went back to Covered California. Interesting. Here's the good part. As far as I know, Covered California still doesn't think I am a citizen. A month later, I get a package in the mail from L.A. County. California signed me up for Medi-Cal based on my income level of zero, as verified with the IRS and the FTB. So somehow they got the idea he has zero income.
0: Because they want more people on
1: that. You really have to stretch zero to cover your bills at the end of the month. Oh, yeah. Seriously, I now have a Medi-Cal card. Then that starts the flood of other paperwork, like applications for CalFresh. I ignored it. That's food stamps in California. I ignored it, and then I started getting hounded by mail, threatened that if I didn't choose a doctor, they would choose one for me, which they have now done. They sent me two huge books the size of old-fashioned phone books, which included all the doctors. I ignored the applications for food stamps and all the other county forms. I make $700,000 a year or so, and I have a freaking MediCal card, and they're demanding I sign up for the other programs. I sort of figured that trying to explain and undo this would trigger some sort of whoop-ass living hell that I don't have time for. <laughs> Amazing. Love you guys. That's uh, Al Anonymous. That's something. Attorney at law. Al, thanks for a great note.
0: That's that's because they want as many people on there as possible. So then if there's any talk about cuts, you can say, we've got this many million people that would die. Even though a bunch of people, you're trying to sign up as many people as you can on a daily basis that don't
1: need it and you will always vote that way once you get the hook in you because and listen this is not a discussion of the legitimately poor the mentally or physically infirm those who cannot feed themselves but it, it's it's a oh my god it's such a well-trodden principle in politics the the book uh the high price of good intentions high cost of good intentions by uh, our friend John I'm terrible at authors names um it's a great book but if you have somebody who's making X dollars a year, and they have a certain lifestyle, and then you begin giving them uh, enough to cover their groceries, 50% of their groceries. Now, this is, these are people who are doing fine. They were surviving. They they're getting their bills paid. They were feeding their kids, etc. But if you then cover the cost of 50% of their groceries, what does everybody do immediately? They use the money you have freed up for something else, and they come to expect that money. Money is fungible. That's a good point. Uh, some people will save it uh, to some extent, and I salute them. You yeah, need to save your money. But um, if then, a couple of years later, it becomes clear that that program is completely unsupportable, uh, it's a boondoggle, it's it's redundant, it's wasteful, you can't figure out who deserves it, or there's just no money in the budget, that family that was fined before will scream sincerely and with real pain that they cannot afford their groceries now if you do that because they've dedicated that money to something else and they've come to believe that they're entitled to that money hence the uh, you know the the, uh, the term entitlement yeah. Uh, oh, yeah oh yeah so that's the way politics works uh, I, you I, know f- once again read the dictator's handbook it is an absolutely fabulous description of how politics actually works never mind the soaring freaking stupid phony rhetoric Is this a health issue? You buy people. That's how it works. There you go. Don't bother to uh, to read the book now. You buy people.
0: Coffee, tea, breast milk. You might hear that on your next flight, Joe. Yes, please. The tea. A flight attendant went above and beyond to help a mom who ran out of formula for her infant Tuesday during a domestic airlines flight. This 24-year-old flight attendant and first-time mom offered to breastfeed the stranger's baby. She's breastfeeding, so she's got the milk going.
1: Well, and I'm assuming her, her kid isn't with her, so she's probably thinking, God, I need a pump sooner or later. Eh, probably. Hey, opportunity meeting a need.
0: I heard an infant's cry. A cry that will make you want to do anything to help, said the
1: flight attendant. Especially you got the mommy hormones a flowing.
0: I approached the mother and asked if everything was okay. I tried to tell her blah, blah, blah. Teary-eyed, she told me that she ran out of formula. I felt a pinch on my heart, she said, then probably a bite on her nipple." There's no formula milk on board. A, hell of a, then, a combo. Then uh, she offered to do it, and there she is. There's a picture of her with her
1: offending part blurred out. Ah, uh, she sat down in the, uh, nice, sat down right next to her. Meanwhile, I'm in the next row saying, hey, I've been waiting 20 minutes for a gin and tonic. I realize the kid's hungry, but I want to forget my problems. Hurry up. <laughs>
0: It's a nice story, I think. Somebody <laughs> will probably
1: end up being sued or... I don't know. Somebody is offended by the boob or <laughs> The boob. I don't know. The boob in question. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh,
0: brother. It's so one of my so... favorite talk radio topics is the whole breastfeeding in public thing, huh? You know, we I do that a... on Saturdays on our classic talk radio show where we talk right. about classic talk radio topics.
1: Exactly. Gun rights, public breastfeeding. Abortion, naturally. Oh, yeah. Every day we devote an hour to abortion. Clinton impeachment once a month. Hey, this is a very serious topic. How much? A minute? Um, eh, Very serious, but I want to work it in. I want a study done, not by an activist, by somebody, a serious scientist, law enforcement somebody. What psychoactive drugs were mass shooters on or not on? Yeah, compile a list. Let's compile a list. Is there a percentage? What percentage on antidepressants, anti-anxiety pills, etc.? There's a lot of stuff floating around the internet, but you don't know if it's true or not. Well, right, because one of the undeniable effects of those laws is they deaden your emotional reactions. Yeah, and often your compassion toward other people. I just want that answer.
0: Marshall's got the latest on the uh, out-of-control fires and everything else going on. Uh, It's it's another one of those things with the wind and the fire coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Sunday's the anniversary of the end of World War One. Never War, heard of it. World War One doesn't get a lot of attention because there was another one, the sequel. That one involved an Archduke of some sort, right? <laughs> yes, World War One did, yes. He
1: was right there at the yes. beginning.
0: I want to talk a little bit about that at some point. It's interesting. Interesting. World War I, I've, I'm fascinated by it now. I'm into it. I got. I went through a World War II period when I was younger. Went through a Civil War phase where I read all the books. Yeah. Now I'm on a World War One kick and have been
1: for a while. You know what? It's funny. You. Thank you. I need to thank you sincerely. I. You know, I get the empty nest now. I'm kind of adrift in my life. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but I just got myself a goal. I'm going to buy a title. I'm going to become an Archduke. There you go. Yeah, I gotta look into that It's good to have
0: goals Oh yeah We should be playing Franz Ferdinand all day Shouldn't we? All Franz oh, Ferdinand yeah, music Oh yeah Michael
1: Come on what the hell's the matter with you? I, I just tell you in. what I'm sorry I just I I'm, I yell at people all the time I try to dominate them Since I became an Archduke I was doing some research for Jack here Actually
2: the last World War One veteran Died in uh, 2011 actually Oh really? Yeah about oh. se- seven years ago Um, Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, Cal Fire is saying the massive campfire in Northern California nearly quadrupled in size overnight to almost 110 square miles. 70,000 acres now standing at zero containment. Fire bosses are worried that it could sweep down in the city of Chico, where about 90,000 people live. Oh, yeah. And in Southern California, the entire city of Malibu is under mandatory evacuation due to the Woolsey Fire. Officials are urging the residents to leave immediately because the flames are heading towards the ocean. It's burned over the highway toward the ocean. You've been following this more closely than I have. I have multiple fire apps on my phone.
0: Is it agreed upon that things are worse than they have been in the past?
1: The last several fire seasons have been very bad. Yeah. 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 Although, you know... A limited data set yields limited conclusions. It could be rainy and and cool for the next five years. We don't know yet. But as a guy who owns property, which makes it sound like a hell of a lot more than it is, um, in a mountain, alpine setting, we're really concerned about fires and insurance going forward and the feasibility. Is there anything that can be done
0: short term? Other than just that they're going to happen.
1: Smart, aggressive forest management would help. Um, That's by no means a cure-all, but that would help. And everybody wins. Standing right now, at least
2: 75,000 more homes across Ventura and Los Angeles counties are under
1: evacuation orders. You know, interestingly enough, and this is ironic on several different levels, if we were to, we, the Western United States, enter into an aggressive program of, on um, forest management, meaning thinning forests, removing dead trees, that sort right. of thing. Uh, the timber industry would win. That revenue could be shared with counties and states and towns and go to all sorts of programs. There aren't the human beings. There aren't enough guys, and it's going to be 98% guys, to do that. We don't have unemployed people. So, buenos this, amigos, if that sort of thing right. starts.
2: President Trump is leaving for Paris this morning for the commemoration of the 100th anniversary of the end of World War One. Trump engaged in an impromptu news conference on the tarmac, covering a number of things, including his battle with the media. Trump's rift with the media continues growing. The same thing with April Ryan. I watch her get up. I mean, you talk about somebody that's a loser. She doesn't know what the hell she's
1: doing. She gets publicity, and then she gets a pay raise, or she gets a contract with, I think, CNN. Dear Mr. President, please stop making yourself so hard to defend. You talk about somebody that's (laughs) a loser. Oh my God. Oh my God. I I thought she was a grandstander, rude, out of uh, control, uh, out of place. It was just, it was bad. It was untoward. It was on her different things. But don't punch down. You got people for that. Have an update for you. U.S. Supreme Court Justice
2: Ruth Bader Ginsburg is up and working and making jokes after going to the hospital with those rib fractures. That's according to her nephew. Uh, the Daniel uh, Steppelman. He's 89
1: <laughs> <laughs> But Marshall Do not let down your guard The danger with old folks with rib fractures Is pneumonia a yes. week or two down the line Yes. So do not pronounce her fine Our uh, her, 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 her prayers As Americans are still needed And some good medical care
0: I'm guessing she gets the best medical care you can I'm get I'm thinking oh, it's I pretty bet. good I, I doubt she's at
1: the dock in the box Flipping through old magazines <laughs> Saying when the hell are they going to see
2: me <laughs> Hi, right, we have some good news. The number of cigarette smokers in the U.S. hits an all time low. A new report from the CDC says 14% of Americans smoke, down from 15.5% in 2016. 14%? That is something. Yep. That is low. Down from
0: 40% in the 70s. Wow. 1970s, 40%. So damn near half of people smoke. Yep. Yep. Back in the day.
1: I was watching some show or other the other day uh, that was made uh, back in the day, and everybody is smoking all the time. I don't think there was a single scene where there weren't one to three people smoking. Well,
0: it's one of the most addictive things that's ever been invented by man. And uh, so
2: if you started, you were going to smoke a lot. Yep. No doubt about it. Growing up up back in the day, I mean, I was uh, smoking when I was 14 years old. You know, and a lot of my friends smoked, and we kept on smoking. Mm-hmm. Also, in terms of the over-representation in old
0: movies and TV shows, that was a mechanic that was <laughs> trying to give actors a thing to do with their hands. They were, it was, uh, you know, obviously it was much more culturally relevant, too, but in movies,
1: 100% of the people smoke, not sure. 40%. Sure, yeah. sure. It's an odd way to measure it, but uh, in the U.S., according to, oh, this is a couple of years old, um, but... Uh, we smoke roughly 1,000, well, on average, 1,100 cigarettes per person per year. Which, even with, I don't have to do the math. Even with
0: only 14% of people smoking.
1: Well, just uh, for the sake of the comparison, it's almost triple that? Well, it's yeah, it's almost triple that in Russia. Oh. Uh, China, I expected to be super smoky, but they're just you know about twenty percent more.
0: What was that video made the rounds a couple of years ago? The the little uh, little fat two year old smoking oh, cigarettes.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Was that in North Korea or someplace like that? I
2: believe it was. North Let's Korea or Indonesia? He yeah, yeah, his
0: mom said. Well, he just he he yeah. really likes smoking. What right. am I supposed to do? It calms him. Yeah. I don't buy him cigarettes. He doesn't. I don't think he has a job or a credit card.
2: There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation.
0: Number one thing you can do for your health. Well, absolutely the number one thing you have any control over. The two most important things for health are genetics and whether or not you smoke. You have no control over your genetics. Yet. Yet. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but so By far, number one is you don't smoke. You have such a head start on so
1: many the of awful diseases out there. In Israel, smoking prevalence among males has remained relatively constant at 30%. Germany, 27%. Although dropping. So Euros smoke more than we do. Oh, yeah. Yep. Tobacco consumption in New Zealand peaked in the 70s when 60% of the population were smokers. But that would fallen to 20% by the 2010s.
0: One thing about your customers when you get them smoking is they die.
1: Yeah, customers a while. die
0: off. Yeah, it takes a while. Um, Update you on a couple other stories that are going on. They know why pygmies were so short. They figured that out. So we've got that settled, among other things. Coming up on the Armstrong and
1: Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty
0: Show. Wildfires out of control. The latest on that coming up in a little bit. I don't know what we're going to do. It's dry and windy. Smoky. My house, we're a long way from any fire. And there's enough smoke at my house. Our uh, smoke detectors were going off in the house.
1: I've never even heard of that. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, and the air quality across large swaths of California is absolutely horrific.
0: A couple of texts on the whole smoking stat, lowest percentage ever. Uh, CDC says 3.7% of smokers now vape. Reuters says 10%. So that number might be low because people are vapers. I wonder. And not
1: technically smoking cigarettes. I don't know. Yeah, and those numbers are changing so rapidly, too. You know, I was just reading. Where is that? Do I still have it open? Uh, A huge percentage of uh, the mentally ill smoke. A significant percentage of smokers are mentally ill people.
0: Huh, interesting.
1: Um,
2: I a clip from the 60s that you might find interesting. This is the Flintstones doing a, a cigarette commercial. The
0: Flintstones. My kids are into the Flintstones right now.
1: Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. (laughs) Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred. Filter blend makes the big taste difference and only Winston has it up front where it counts. Here, ahead of the pure white filter. Winston packs rich tobacco specially selected and specially processed for good flavor and filter smoking. Yeah, Bonnie Winston tastes good like a cigarette juice.
0: We didn't know any better, and that leads into this text. I, I got
1: to get part of my tongue cut out, Fred.
0: I wonder if future generations will look back on our constant cell phone use, the way we look at cigarettes in old movies. Yes, I could
1: see that. Is the answer. Thank
0: you for asking. You watch yes. old movies and everybody's staring at their phone? God, they, they thought that was okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's so a later Fred Flintstone talking through that hole in his neck. I used to work
1: at the Rock Quarry. Yeah. So not according to not, not as near as charming study in 2013, that <laughs> yeah, was delightful. Uh, persons with mental illness making up about 20 percent of the population consume about 33 percent of the tobacco used. Persons with serious mental illness died 25 years earlier, than average, often from smoking related illnesses. That's in a uh, study uh, released in. Uh, 2013. Well, I've never been a smoking
0: addict, but uh, once you're an addict, it gives you relief. And if you've got a mental illness problem, you're always looking for
1: relief. So. Right? Yeah, I get it. I get it. So there is a growing problem in the modern world, and it, ex- it exacerbates other problems of similar sort. Fake videos and are that getting problem easier. Problem is bestiality. Oh, <laughs> fake videos.
0: Okay. Well,
1: no, they are both problems, though, Jack. Clearly. Uh, fake videos, they're getting easier to produce, uh, more convincing, I mean, utterly convincing. I mean, they have uh, quote-unquote videos now they put up on gigantic screens, and people sit in theaters to watch them, and they look pretty convincing at that size. You're talking a little YouTube picture on your computer? You can make people believe stuff that never happened happened. Um, and... Uh, Until you end up with a generation that doesn't believe anything's true, which exactly. is its,
0: which is its own problem.
1: Yeah, and that is the exacerbating part. Uh, we have uh, forces uh, Vlad. I'm looking at you Vlad Putin trying to make us doubt everything and, and turn on each other and become uh, a cynical people meaning a people that believes nothing. And if you believe nothing, then everything has the same currency. But anyway, um, uh, it, it, it's a problem, and they can fake. They can put your face doing something horrific on another body and make it utterly convincing these days. Or you could do something horrific,
0: and then when the video comes out, you could claim it's fake, right? And a bunch of people would believe it,
1: right? You may remember in 2017, an anonymous Reddit user went by the screen name of Deep Fakes app created a program that could scan videos and stills, still photos of one person's face, paint that into another person. Uh, On a retail level, uh, there are a couple of famous uh, uses of that uh, to impugn people who didn't do the things that they are supposed to do. Um, Here's a super low-tech example of this that's got a lot of people troubled, uh, particularly on the left, the whole uh, Jim Acosta. Did he accost that young woman who was trying to take the microphone from him? I saw the video. He put her in a headlock, had her down on the ground. Uh punched her what, four or five times. Uh I, I've watched the regular video over and over again. He clearly fended her off physically. But evidently the White House yesterday put out uh, an uh, an edit of the video that was first produced on InfoWars dot com, which right there is not a great idea. That's Alex Jones believe, outfit. Yeah, I can't believe General Kelly signed off on this. He probably didn't. But it it, it at the very least zooms in and speeds up the video to make his action look more violent and sudden. Mm. Now, I've heard it suggested that they actually slowed down the video prior to that to make the contrast even more... Interesting. Uh, ...notable that a scene that was unfolding at, you know, a certain casual speed, all of a sudden, ah! You know, Cut, ready, <laughs> Wow! What an interesting idea. Right. Right. And that's making the rounds now. Uh, you know, you've made this point many times through the years. In fact, I think you're the first person I ever heard make this point. For some reason, activists don't feel like the truth is good enough. They don't feel like what is is convincing enough. So they've always got to juke it up a little bit. They've always got to fake up uh, statistics about, you know, the rise in anti-Semitism, a a statistic we completely deconstructed, and it's phony. Or you got to have a video that shows Jim Acosta breaking this young woman's arm in three places. It's not enough. Yeah, that's right. That's slow motion into fast motion. There you go. Um, it's not enough to just show the video and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. He is physically fending off a young woman, which is bad enough. you got to make it an assault.
0: Yeah, and uh, the New York Post editorial board had a article out today, I think it is, on how Trump made a martyr out of Jim Acosta by uh, revoking his press pass and, and going too far, and that they think that it would have, played out in trump's favor just the way it unfolded without the video and the revoking the press pass and right. all that sort of stuff
1: right yeah oh no you doubt. could just not call on him for the next three months <laughs> that's Come, an option coming out of that acosta looked horrible the initial
0: responses and stuff to it were that but then trump escalated up changed the the topic away from acosta the bad guy now putting himself as the bad guy again mm-hmm. it's as yeah. Joe said the other day, though, the, 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 the truth is, it helps them both. Yes. They're both more popular among their own constituents.
1: They absolutely have a symbiotic relationship, so beyond question. I think the unnecessary massaging of it by the Trump people was probably for the base, the infamous base. I don't think the base needed it, but, you know, we're in the age of hyperbole. Friends. Your original point of how the videos thing is, Chase.
0: Again, I'm not sure a democracy can can survive the modern Internet and technology.
1: Well, yeah, it used to be you'd have somebody's face on somebody else's body. And no matter how they turned or what happened, it would be the same frozen expression. And it would be hilarious. Heads the wrong size, too tan or not tan enough. Right, exactly. (laughs) Ill-fitting on the neck, which you rarely see in real life. But no, now it's become much, much more sophisticated. We've talked about this before, the software now that exists where... You uh, you can have a still picture of Jack's face on the video screen. Ugh, well, a video. Nightmarish. And then I will say words that Jack will then say with his face and in his voice. The software converts the voice and, and, and the video so that it's his mouth moving and him uttering the words, which and, is astounding.
0: And it'll be a thousand times better in two years than it is now. Probably so, yeah. Just like everything
1: else, so. So believe nothing. Believe, that's, that's our message today. Believe nothing. We're actually broadcasting this show from the Kremlin. We're part of the misinformation campaign.
0: I suggest Catastrophe by Max Hastings if you want to read about World War I. I think that's my favorite World War I book. Really, really good. The anniversary of the 100-year anniversary is Sunday. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.